Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. KFI AM uh, 640. Bill Handel here. On a Monday morning, September 26, some of the stories we are carrying, well, you're certainly going to know this. We're in the middle of a heat wave. Another one, uh, just uh, what, uh, when was the last one? A couple of weeks ago, maybe? Two, three weeks ago? And that was 10 days straight here. At least it's only going to last a few days ending on Wednesday. But except tri- uh, expect triple digits in parts of the Valley, Inland Empire, and uh, throughout Southern California. You're going to see 90s. Yep. Here we go again. Uh, Also, uh, while this is happening on the other side of the country, uh, Hurricane Ian is uh, going to be hitting on Wednesday as our heat wave sort of uh, dissipates. Uh, Hurricane Ian is going to hit the West Coast of Florida. Uh, Somewhere, probably Tampa is what they're saying, is going to be ground zero for that hurricane. It is, uh, they figure at a minimum, Category 3 and there, it could be much stronger. It's really gaining some power as it's moving up. Moving over to Italy. Yesterday were some elections. And uh, normally, I, I mean, do we care about Italian government? Yeah, not really. Uh, the uh, Italians are very good about tossing government. They go through governments the way I go through my underwear about once a week. And uh, it just, uh, no one cares. Uh, the Italian government since World War II, I don't know, 40, 60 new governments. It's a parliamentary system, and it's very different than the way we work. Uh, we, elect a, a, we elect a president and a party, and it can switch, for example, every two years when it comes to uh, Congress, everybody runs. Every six years when it comes to the Senate, and a president's elected for four years or if reelected eight years. Parliamentary systems are very different. Parliamentary systems, uh, there can be a vote of new confidence and the government can fail right there. And uh, you can have a snap election. Enough uh, of uh, the parliament says we need an election right now. Boom. That's exactly what happened here. Yesterday was a snap election. And Georgia Maloney, who's head of this far right party, uh, is uh, I don't know if the numbers are actually in yet. Uh, she was uh, favored to win, and uh, the numbers certainly point out. So I'm going to assume she won because it would be uh, a miracle if she doesn't. What makes this huge news is the fact that she is head of a far-right government. Not only has the United States swung much more to the right over the past few years, but you've got governments all over the world Uh, Italy, the latest, Sweden went right, Hungary went right. And 
it's really depressing because what does that mean far right? Well, the principal issue is immigration. We don't want any of those people here in our country. I mean, we have that philosophy here. And even though you may be against it, I mean, it can be overwhelmed. In Italy, uh, Libya, uh, you've got North Africa where people are pouring in. Uh, you've got people from uh, Eastern Europe that are pouring in. And it's just almost impossible to deal with. Well, her uh, her answer and her party is, here's how you deal with them. You don't, want, you don't let them in. You shut down the borders. All right, that's understandable because of the politics. I may disagree with it, but because of the politics. But how about this one? No LGBTQ rights. We don't want them queers in our society. Women, even though she is a woman, uh, she wants to limit the ability of women to get into uh, politics. Women should be at home, should be pregnant, should be having kids. Her, uh, her party is called the Brothers of Italy Party. And it goes right back to Mussolini, that kind of philosophy. And there is a thinking, the same thing happened in Russia and is in many ways happening. A lot of people like Putin. Why? Because he uh, is reminiscent of Stalin. Stalin was one of the most vicious dictators that ever lived in the history of the world. Killed 20 million Russians himself. Not in war. I'm talking about he killed 20 million Russians. And by many, he is considered a hero, and Russia ran, at least it ran well. I mean, everybody was poor. Everybody was scared to death of the Communist Party. You say anything wrong, you get shot. Kids were turning in their parents. But everybody was the same. We're all the same. You go to Russia now, you got these oligarchs, and the difference between rich and poor is just enormous. And people just get resentful. I, I, I can't get a job. I work for nothing. You know what doctors make in uh, Russia? They make less money than street sweepers. And then you have these incredibly wealthy people. And so you go to populism. Uh, that was uh, Donald Trump's position, populism. You know, the system is screwing you. Let's take the system in our hands. That's what she's doing. And so Italy, I don't know. It's it's tough. You know, I, I have a rough time with this stuff. I really do. But I, I got to tell you, I'm in a minority probably. That's the problem. Now, we've been talking a lot. You've been hearing a lot. The news, of course, has been covering uh, the, the issue of uh, the presidential records that were uh, taken by the FBI, turned over to the National Archives at uh, that raid at Mar-a-Lago. And this is uh, to conform with the Presidential uh, Records Act that was passed in the 70s. And questions continue. 11,000 records uh, the FBI recovered. Congress asked the National Archives to provide it with a preliminary report by tomorrow detailing uh, what records might still be missing. And this is now proving a negative. How do you know what records are missing since it is the president that keeps those records. And how does he know what records to keep? Someone comes into the White House. I mean, they're not experts at uh, what kind of documents have to be kept and not kept. Well, 
when a new staff goes in, they're actually given advice by the National Archives. They have tutorials that teach the staff. Yeah, I don't know how many of uh, the Trump White House staff took a tutorial, but uh, experts are telling the L.A. Times, this was a Times article, that the archives don't even have a firm grap, uh, grasp of what's missing and may not for years and may never. So let me tell you how it works. Processing presidential records for eventual public use is painstaking. It can take decades. And here are the rules. At a minimum, the National Archives has five years before the public can request access to a president's records. That doesn't mean all of the records are going to be available by the public. The Presidential Records Act also lets the president restrict certain categories, such as confidential communications with advisors for up to 12 years. And that's it. But. It can take decades and decades to do this. The House Committee on Oversight and Reform, this is the committee that looks at this, has been investigating whether uh, the former president mishandled those records since the news uh, leaked in January that he hadn't turned over all the records. The National Archives recovered 15 boxes, some of them containing classified materials, and this uh, therein uh, lies the story. Of Gee, you have classified materials in an unsecured location. You're not even allowed to take them out of the White House. And former President Trump said, not only am I, I declassify them. When? Well, I I did it. uh, I was thinking about declassifying. Really? He said, I can declassify any president at any time. And not only simply saying these are declassified, but thinking about declassifying him. Well, okay, that's ludicrous on its face, even to the point where his lawyers wouldn't make that argument in front of the judge. But also, uh, he's not even allowed to take them out of the White House. They have to go directly to the archives. But to give you an idea of how long it can take, the National Archives are still working on records that were taken from the Nixon White House. Now, uh, the Nixon administration followed all the rules and turned over uh, the records, as every president has done in modern memories, well, since the act was passed, uh, except for uh, Donald Trump, uh, because he is exempt from the Presidential Records Act, and he can keep whatever documents he wants at his house, classified or not, in a closet or in a room with a padlock on it for the highest level of secrecy. And clearly, the um, committee is uh, somewhat concerned about that because uh, they don't know how many records are still there. The uh, president said uh, none, but they said none in January. Also, that's what his attorney said, and that's just simply not true where the FBI, National Archives, first got wind that there were still presidential uh, papers, records that were kept at Mar-a-Lago, even though they, uh, the Trump people said, we turned over everything, and they got some information not, went to the president, said, we turned over everything. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. And therein was the raid on Mar-a-Lago by the FBI, which grabbed uh, 1,100 uh, documents. 
So uh, it takes uh, the archives, I mean, decades to do this. And preserving presidential records actually begins in the early days, days of the administration. I mean, right from day one. New staff comes in. As I said earlier, what the hell do they know? How many people read the Presidential Records Act when you're starting a new administration? I mean, there are things like you have to learn uh, what the extensions are for the different departments. Where the bathroom is at the office buildings and uh, the executive office buildings and the White House. Uh, They have to vet and appoint thousands of positions. I mean, they're kind of busy. So who's going to take the time to figure out at the end of the administration what presidential records have to be kept? Also, if someone loses the election, and uh, this, uh, I think, is a legitimate argument, you've got President Trump who thought he won the election, and I think he legitimately thinks he won the election, whether or there's reality there or not. Uh, They're not going to start adhering to the Records Act because they figure they have another four years to go. Which is why in the last few days of the administration prior to January 20th, there was even some talk of him staying there. And remember, come January 6th, the inauguration was January 20th when uh, President Biden was sworn into office. So uh, I think up to January 6th, The Trump administration thought because of the certification that was not going to be done by Mike Pence that they thought they would stay in power because there would be no certification that somehow they got the idea from Giuliani and Sidney Powell and Eastman saying, if there's no certification, you stay as president, President Trump. And they thought that. So who the hell thinks that at that point... They have to figure out to turn over presidential papers when they actually have another four years to figure this out. That's what's going on. That's the mess that is happening. And so as they go through it and try to figure out, and the problem is what's missing. How do they know what's missing? Because records, presidential papers are normally uh, not copied and put someplace else. And we're talking about just trying to figure out what's personal, what isn't personal, because we're talking thousands of boxes that were picked up. That's the mess that the Oversight Committee is dealing with, the National Archives is dealing with, and uh, not a lot of cooperation is coming from the Trump people. Handle on the news. Late edition. And now, here's Bill Handel. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Bill Handel here. And uh, just uh, some fun stuff is going to come up at 920. Uh, You know that uh, the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, the New Year, Jewish New Year, started last night. Jewish holidays go from sunset to sunset. Uh, the next day. And so I thought I'd give you uh, a primer on what high holidays mean today being uh, Rosh Hashanah. And you're, I'm going to give you a lesson about how it all works handle style. Oh, Lord. Uh, exactly. 
I think what you meant to say was handle style. That's correct. <laughs> it is handle style. Well said, uh, Tyler. Appreciate it. Now, let's do it. Handle on the news, late edition with Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne and me, lead story. And we're looking at an excessive heat wave, uh, Rosh Hashanah. Thank you for that, Tyler. But not a schwitz. But not a schwitz. It's hot, but it's not a schwitz. It's a dry heat. And I've often said, so is uh, baking cookies in the oven at 350 degrees. That's a dry heat. And that's what we're in. So we're looking at triple digits uh, in parts of, uh, for example, San Fernando Valley, Inland Empire, and uh what, 90 degrees in uh, most of Southern California, except the beaches where it's uh, going to be reasonably comfortable and people will be going like crazy. And I'm assuming by the hundreds of thousands of the beaches, a lot of people are going to be working today. So uh, they will have, it's a day of sandpaper ass uh, going huh. to uh, the beaches, the sand. Most of us just refer to that as beach day, uh, not sandpaper. Paper ass day. Yeah. That's why I don't go to the beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really want that, go to a hardware store. Wow. You know, buy 30 grit and just enjoy yourself. Okay. All right, let's move on. Ian. Ian is a hurricane. Category one right now. It's headed toward Cuba. Should hit uh, Florida by tomorrow. But already they're telling people in the Keys, get out right now. And uh, so people are either boarding up or getting out, whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, you had Fiona, you got Ian, and do you have others, as you were mentioning, Handel, other little tropical storms forming, but I don't see anything as big as Ian right now. But you don't right know. Now. You don't, you don't yeah. know. You nev- I just meant right now, I haven't seen any reports that there's anything else that will be as big yeah, what, per- what percentage of uh, these tropical storms, uh, even these small ones, become full-blown hurricanes? I don't know. It's not that big because I think, uh, you know, some of the worst years are, what, six, seven hurricanes. And then when you talk about massive hurricanes, Fiona, uh, Hurricane Andrew, for example, uh, what other ones uh, are, are out there that hit? Katrina, of course, hitting New Orleans. Hurricane Bill was in 2009 and caused $46.2 million in damages and deaths over a nine-day period in the Atlantic. Uh, yeah, was that $42 million or $42 billion? $46.2 million. Just million. That's yeah, you didn't cause very much damage. No, I didn't. So, uh, unfortunately— You did West, kill some people. Yeah, the West Coast of—well, I do that every morning, but the West Coast of uh, Florida is looking at some bad news. And Ian— is causing another delay in the launch of NASA's Artemis moon rocket on that space launch system, trying to send humans back to the moon. They had to scuttle it. There were technical glitches, I think, the first time. The second time, there was a fuel leak. Now it's the weather, thanks to Ian. And even if uh, lightning hits, it really doesn't do a whole lot. Just sits there, and I wonder if the hurricane, if it did hit, and it's not going to, Cape Canaveral, it's on the other side, but if uh, it did hit, would that uh, cause damage to a rocket? It might. Would it topple a rocket? How securely, well, how securely? Yeah, I don't know. They tie it down. They tie it down pretty well, I would guess. Oh, we have another analysis. This one is the one I'm excited about. So it will be four... 14 this afternoon that you will be able to watch on NASA TV a spacecraft slam into a little asteroid. 
So apparently the asteroids the size of four football fields and our little spacecraft called DART is going on a suicide mission. And DART is going to try and bump this asteroid off its course. It's not that this asteroid is necessarily heading toward us, but the asteroid Dimorphos is one that they say is going to be easy enough to hit. And what's great about this is DART is the, uh, I'm going to get the name wrong. It is the... Dart. Direction something asteroid. We're trying to bump an asteroid off its course. Yeah, so it's- that in the future, if one is whizzing our way, we can just set up one of these little redirective guys and he can bloop, bump it off course. If they're far enough out, you just have to move it literally a fraction of an inch even uh, because it can, it'll can it change its trajectory. So I'm assuming, and I'm making this assumption, I have to ask Rod Pyle this at some point. Uh, do they, well, this is just a, a spacecraft hitting it, but if you've got a large asteroid about to uh, hit Earth or going to hit Earth, and they can figure that out zillions of miles out, do they launch uh, a uh, rocket uh, with a large atomic payload, atomic weapon, and that would do it? I, I We've heard all kinds of stories. That's a neat movie. Which may be true. It's funny that you say that because when I was talking with uh, ABC reporter Gina Sinceri this morning, she said that what we are about to watch today is what we watch in movies so often. We have to bump an asteroid out of the way. We have to destroy an asteroid, whatever the case may be. But today we will actually get to watch it. And it will be, oh, it's seven, I think, it, I don't know, I forget the number, but it's like seven, yeah, seven million. Yeah, it's seven million miles. Miles away. Yeah. Guess how much our delay is going to be if you're watching it real time. Well, you just take fig- a guess. All right, 186,000 miles per second. Uh, and you're doing the math? Yeah, so okay. 186,000 miles every second times uh, 7 million miles, and it's, uh, I have no idea. 45 seconds. Okay. 45 well, I would, I would, seconds. I, I would have guessed that. I just wanted to make sure you were on it. Marty. <laughs> 15 dead, 24 wounded, another school shooting. This time, it's in Russia at school number 88 in Izevsk, which is about 600 miles or so east of Moscow. And unfortunately, a lot of children are amongst the dead and wounded. The gunman shot himself to death. Yeah, typical. You think, you know, while it happens here every other day, I don't remember the last time I heard this story coming out of Russia with a school shooting like this. Uh, it just doesn't happen that often, but it's heartbreaking. doesn't matter where it happens. Kids dying and being shot up. I mean, just it doesn't get much worse than that. This gruesome story in Texas. So authorities believe that a couple of weeks ago, there was a girl who made a plot with another girl uh, in Texas to murder their families and their pets and then run away together to Georgia. Well, a 12-year-old girl in Weatherford, Texas, in fact, did shoot herself and her father last week as part of this alleged murder pact she made with this other girl. Officers found the girl lying in the street with a gunshot wound to the head, and they found the gun underneath her body. Her father was inside the house, 38 years old, gunshot wound to the abdomen. Investigators believe the girl shot her dad, then took off, shot shot herself, Uh, An ambulance took the man and the girl to the hospital, and um, apparently they are not saying whether the girl has been charged. 
And they have not given the condition of the man either, from what I understand. But just a horrible, I mean, 12 years old, and this is your pact with your 12-year-old friend? Yeah. Wayne, your mic's off. Sorry. With a girl from uh, Lufkin, which is over 200 miles away. Yeah, that, yeah, it's the whole, the whole did they do it online? Yeah, the did they? I'm assuming this, this all hatched out online. And then I want to know if the other girl is really another girl. Do you know what I mean? If it was online, then you have to wonder, was it a real person? Who was it? Was it another 12-year-old girl? They are, they are saying that um, they, they, th- they have identified the girl in Lufkin because the Parker County Sheriff's Office said that she was part of the plan and then she decided not to go through with it. And she's been, she's been charged. The girl who didn't shoot anybody's been charged with criminal conspiracy. Well, I'm sure that they're just trying to figure out what to charge the young lady who shot her dad. But if she was part of the plan to shoot the dad in the, do you know what I mean? That I guess wouldn't that be the criminal conspiracy part? Yeah. She knew that the two of them were going to shoot X people. Yeah. Yep. Oh, now this, which is the weather, um, there was a student rowing group that was practicing on a lake in Orlando, Lake Fairview, if you're a big Florida lake aficionado and you want to know which one. And everybody believes there was an, a, light, a, a lightning strike. They had to send out rescuers who recovered the body of one of the rowers who had disappeared after the incident. And now a second rower who was injured in that lightning strike has passed away. The question that comes to mind immediately, what was the weather like when they went out on the lake? Unless it was just a freak lightning strike out of nowhere. But assuming that you live in Florida, you're used to lightning. And if the weather is bad, what are you doing on the lake? You know, uh, and I don't know the answer to that. But a lot of times down in the south, what happens is these storms form very quickly. So you might already be out on the lake and maybe you're on the lake. And all of a sudden, here comes this this storm that's just formed and there's not that much you could do. Governor Newsom just signed a law to make it more difficult for thieves to to sell catalytic converters. It will now be illegal in California to buy catalytic converters from anyone other, anyone other than licensed auto dismantlers or dealers. Okay, but there's a whole black market. Yeah, or the owners, I think, can sell the catalytic converters, can't they? The owner of the car. Yes, although I I don't know who would do that. No, and it would be on the car, wouldn't it? I mean, why would you? Well, I mean, if you wanted to cut off your own catalytic converter. Well, if you're trashing your car and uh, you're, let's say you're going to sell it off for scrap, you grab the converter because you can get a couple hundred dollars extra for that. But they're also on the on the whoever buys these things now will have to use a traceable method of payment to pay for it. Right. So there's going to be a paper trail. It's it is going to be much harder. Yeah, hopefully that works. Black, I mean, unless you have a full on black market chop shop where everybody's off the grid, except at some point you have to get that into the legitimate business stream or else. You're buying a catalytic converter that you can't turn around and convert into money for yourself. Right. It's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good plan. 
So the state wants to improve the care under its Medicaid program. That's the program for poor people for health care. But what they're going to do is actually going to disrupt coverage for a lot of low-income Californians. Here's what they're doing. They're going to force the big managed care companies that provide a lot of the services to rebid and go into competition against other companies that might want to take those contracts away. They're going to start like a wild west of rebidding to provide a Medicaid services, and it means people are going to lose their um, current health provider. They're going to maybe have to be switched over to somebody else. The big companies like HealthNet, which is a massive provider of Medicaid services, they're likely to lose a bunch of members. Yeah, it's and just I mean, the bureaucracy. A little, bit, a little bit dangerous Yeah, because you don't know what could happen, but it could be very chaotic. Well, no, it's, uh, you know, when switching a major program uh, like uh, Medicaid, uh, that's uh, billions, hundreds of billions of dollars and getting new providers, uh, of course, that's going to be completely seamless. Isn't that, Wayne? And that should be absolutely no problem making that switch. When they change the address or the phone number of a single DMV office, it's a year and a half. Yes, your sarcasm is well-placed and well-taken. We talked about Costco hot dogs and the soda being 150 for here until eternity, pretty much, according to Costco. Costco is putting off membership fee increases as renewals hit all-time highs. Who on this show does not have a Costco card? Anybody? Tyler, do you have a Costco card? I most certainly do. Yeah, everybody does. How everybody do not, does, How right? do you not have a Costco card? A day without a Costco card is a day without sunshine. Well, <laughs> we need that on a T-shirt. In terms of membership fees and increases, they, they say, we don't have a plan because things essentially are going so well. Yeah. They don't have to bump up. You know, it's a hundred bucks. I get the uh, Costco executive thing. It's a hundred and or hundred and ten or hundred and twenty bucks uh, a year, and there's six people on it. Uh, it's uh, it is the biggest bargain in the world if you shop enough at Costco, which I do. It's that's like Amazon Prime. Everybody went, oh my god, that's terrible. Hundred and twenty bucks. You know, if you're shipping, if you're buying stuff four or five times a week, like you are, uh, Jen. Uh, and you're not paying for shipping. I mean, that's the bargain of the year, it plus really all is. the TV shows. Yeah, absolutely. And even, I will say, even as, and Wayne, I don't know about you, but even as a single person, going to Costco still makes sense because the prices on, like, even TVs and that kind of stuff, even if you don't need 800 things of toilet paper all at once, it's still worth it. Yeah, it oh, is. I'm going to get all my membership money back with uh, $1.50 hot dog deal. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, the problem is going to Costco and forgetting what you bought last time. So I buy my yeah. third or fourth 55-gallon barrel of Tide, for example, <laughs> and I put it in the garage right next to the other three. Yep. Yeah. True story, I had to stop buying deodorant and dental floss from Costco <gasps> three years ago. And I still haven't run out of what I had accumulated. Oh, because every time I went, I didn't think about, do you already have a bunch right, of that's this? The, and that's yes. the problem. That's what they, yeah. that's how they get you. Okay, guys, we are done with uh, late edition uh, coming up. Uh, TikTok and the U S government negotiating. And it all has to do with Chinese food. Uh, I will explain that.
And then a little bit later on, the Jewish High Holy Days, and I'll explain that, Handel style. So we've got a lot coming up yet. This is KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 